It's the My Michelle Live podcast. Looking for the God story and news of the day. My Michelle Live news and views. Here's Michelle. Thank you, big voice guy. I am here with you today in news and views, looking at the news of the day, unspinning it and looking for a message of hope that we can find, hopefully find in there somewhere. And I think there is today. Here's a question for you. What do you think about China? You think we're already at war with China? You've heard of the Cold War. Now, the Cold War is supposedly long past, but are we in a silent war? with a superpower that is battling to weaken us, to overtake America through economic warfare, through trade abuse, technology theft, biological warfare, cyber espionage. Could it be? Today we're going to dig into it, and we are calling it by this book's name, which I think every person should look into this book. If you have questions about China, you're going to want to know about pandemonium, China's global strategy to cripple America. I'm joined by Maxine Albert. Now, Maxine and herself, amazing. We got to talk for a few moments before the program today. She's a columnist. She's been a columnist for Elle magazine, a leading public speaking consultant. She's been featured in Glamour, Cosmo, The Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, Business Insider, CNN, HuffPost. I could go on. But she also has the distinction of being a longtime partner of the author of Pandemonium, Curtis Ellis. Now, Curtis passed February of last year, but he left behind a wake-up call for you and I. Maxine, thank you, first of all, for carrying on that wake-up call and not letting it just pass away, but to carry that flag. And thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me and giving me this great platform for this very important book. There's been a lot of headlines with China, concerns over invasion of Taiwan, balloon gate, of course, concerns about dollar destabilization, TikTok fears. So as we look at the headlines with China, and I'm, I ask the question, are we in a closed mouth war with China? What say you? Okay, this is a great question. So let me first say that I am I'm here to talk about Curtis Ellis's book. And Curtis Ellis was a longtime truth teller about China. He for decades and decades he talked about China as America's number one enemy by their hostile acts and economic warfare that they decimated our manufacturing, took three million jobs. And he saw early on that China was trying to bypass the U.S. and gain global primacy. And Curtis was an economic expert and trade expert. He worked in the Trump administration. He was a trade advisor. Mm -hmm. And he started writing this book, Pandemonium, before his illness. He passed of cancer. He never stopped writing it. He never, no matter what the challenges are, because he loved America. He loved his country and he wanted to warn America, American citizens about the truth about China. And this book is a wake up call to China. Not only is it a wake up call, but it also has a plan of action to win and change course. And now answering your question, it used to be maybe under the, what is it, under the radar or or like China was telling everyone, we're your friend, we're going to collaborate, we're going to do things for you. But it is silent no more. 
Here we see they are, they have said that they themselves have said that there's conflict, con conflict and confrontation with the U.S. They are going to take Taiwan, Bibi, biggest Navy than we do. They have the biggest army. They have a huge propaganda machine and the U.S. is funding it. We've created them. And Curtis Ellis in this book, he said the first wake up call was COVID when we all of a sudden we realized Wow, we don't have pharmaceuticals. We don't have medicine because our number one adversary has our supply chain. And we didn't do so much about that. But our number two, the wake up call was all of a sudden a guy in Montana looks up at the sky and sees a Chinese spy balloon that's been hovering over our missile silos, taking pictures in real time, sending them back to Beijing. Now, that's a wake-up call, I, and Curtis Ellis would say there's nothing new about this. They've been doing this all the time. And in, in that brazen mission of just sending a spy, a spy plane here, they also took notice of our reaction. And what did we do? We let it stay here for three days. Three days, and first the thing was, oh, it's not, it's not a spy balloon. They didn't do anything. Pentagon put out a statement this week that said, yes, they they sent back images in real time. So it's not so silent anymore. Yesterday, President G said we are ready for war. He, the military is getting stronger, so it's not silent. They are our number one enemy. And two weeks ago, for the first time. The Joint Committee on China, the Select Committee on China, the House of Representatives was formed. Both Democrats and Republicans finally said, China is our number one enemy. We have to decouple from China. We have to do it now. We need a strategy. Here it is in this book, Pandemonium by Curtis Ellis. So the question, Michelle, is will the government listen? Will the government listen? Are they just saying it or will they listen? Let me just get this straight. Democrats and Republicans agreed on something. <laughs> and that exactly. shows you how big this really is. This really isn't by by any means of sense of the imagination, some kind of conservative conspiracy or left wing lunacy. This is truly something that both parties are saying, wait a minute, there's something happening here. But the scary thing is that we've funded it. So it would seem that China is indeed fascinated, if you might say, with world domination. And maybe I'm fascinated by the psychology. Maxine, what is behind it? What is it that drives China to not just be, okay, you're a superpower, good for you, but to really want to bring down the Western civilization as we know it? They're very smart. They're very strategic. They've always thought of themselves as the number one people and that they were destined to be that. And the way to do that is to bring down America. And President Xi wants to do this while he's in office. They want to control not only the whole region around them, but the entire world. And one of the ways to do this right now, they're working on changing the American dollar is not being the main currency. They want the Chinese yen to be that. If that happens, we will not, we will be like a second world country. They've all, they also see that, wow, this is pretty easy to do. Washington sleeps and the America's funding us and we've given them tra we've given them trade status to pay lower money. So they've got a free pass. It was until Trump came in and 
called out the truth about what they're doing to us so it's i figured why not do it it's pretty easy and right now they are ahead of us in every way technologically we're funding their we're funding them economically as they build up and we get weaker and also the name of the book is pandemonium china's global strategy to cripple america curtis ellis saw the way to do this for china was to create chaos chaos in our country and chaos in the world. So there, there's certainly no time that I remember of bigger chaos of what's happening inside our country than now. Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> and China's, we're doing their work. And also we, we are letting them erode our status in the world. They look at us now and go, you're telling us to like what democracy is? You're, so they're looking at us, the world is looking at us, France now is going with China, so we are not doing the thing that we need to do. Will, you have talked about, touched a bit on COVID, that's biological warfare, so to speak, if you really want to look at it from that point of view. Messing with the dollar, some of the political issues, the balloon gate, but if you talk about chaos, for some people, we might need to uh, connect the dots. What are some of the other fronts that China's attacking us on? Okay, so the f- first there's the economic warfare. With Still with our trade issues that they get stronger and stronger. They had the best manufacturing numbers in 10 years. And we have our manufacturing decimated. We have not only that, but... When you have people who don't have jobs, and there were three million jobs that were taken because of China, and we let them take it, we China took it. These people had no say in it. That now there's hopelessness in the country. The biggest cause of death between Americans 18 to 45 are opioids, and most of that is fentanyl that comes from China through Mexico, but it comes from China and they know what they're doing. They've also infiltrated our country as far as communism, not being able to say things. The movie industry is now being controlled by China. You, they have, We have parks in China, entertainment parks and movies are there. So you won't find any truthful thing about what China is about, what Hong Kong is like. The NBA is oh. can say won't say anything the colleges also there's there are more chinese american students from china than from any other country they pay more money and so what happens is that now you can't tell the truth and on campuses because it because it says oh you're offending me chinese lobbyists have come in and lobbied our think tanks there are confucius universities that are fronts as like chinese language things but it's also chinese propaganda and just two weeks ago the chair of the house select committee on china mike gallagher held a rally in new york in manhattan around a former chinese police station that they've set up in our country to monitor chinese nationals and also to distribute propaganda and the FBI knew about that. So you're surprised. I could see by your face. So was I. Yeah. So it's all of these things that we keep getting weaker and they're getting stronger. And the and problem then- that I'm seeing, Maxine, is we don't have a 
fair exchange of ideas anymore in America. That's been ceased. So for me, I don't have a problem with Chinese nationals coming to our colleges and universities, come to America, see how we live, experience democracy, because when there is a fair open debate, democracy wins out. You don't see a lot of people defecting to communist countries, right? People risking their lives to come to America. Democracy really doesn't, even capitalism without corruption, because every everything's corrupt anymore and everything eventually gets corrupt. So I don't want to talk about it as though capitalism is just this wonderful thing. It is wonderful, but human nature can mess up anything, but yet it is the most freedom loving. Anyone can achieve anything set up that there has ever been in the history of the world. Lovely. That's great. It wins out. But if there's not a free exchange of ideas, we do not get to have an influence on China. We do not get to grow from even each other. And here's my exactly. question. I've, I found that we are woefully ignorant, let's say, about a lot of things, oblivious to what China is like, the mercilessness of the CP, the U.S. education system, the media have erased any reference to that from our cultural consciousness. In fact, Democrats recently stood against the teaching history and the dangers of communism because they said, oh, no, it's it's racist. You may offend somebody that is of Asian descent. So in doing so, we're not having a conversation and we're graduating an entire generation of kids who are ignorant to the history and the atrocities and the dangers of communism. Exactly. And to your point, Michelle, Curtis Ellis, not against the Chinese people, it was against the Chinese Communist Party and its teachings, which they do this to their students, they do this, they silence, there's no freedom there. They no, do that's this. why people will stand up and protest and lose their lives and be run over by tanks because they want the truth. Exactly, exactly. And to your point, Curtis Ellis was saying the way that this all happened because we've forgotten as Americans what it means to be patriotic, what it means not to follow the money or to, that it's all about so much of it is about greed. The Joint Committee, yes, for the first time, Democrats and Republicans came together. And also, now the generals are lauding mm-hmm. Curtis's book, policymakers, uh, leaders. But they they said, oh, both Democrats and Republicans, we underestimated China. We didn't realize that. So to your point, maybe they, and Curtis says in this book, maybe they underestimated China because China has a very good propaganda machine, okay? Or... Was it that Washington Washington slept, but did Washington sleep because Chinese came over, their money, uh, their lobbyists lobbied the government officials? And it was like, well, they're you know, making you, money. This, oh, my goodness. It costs they're making money. money. And the corporations said, oh, it's so much easier to build a factory in China with slave labor. We will forget about the American. I don't care. I'm getting money. I'll get rich with this. I don't care that an American has lost their job. And Wall Street funded so many companies with China and also the American public. Like you said, to your point, we were not educated what it means when you buy made in China. And China means that it's made by a child, slave labor. 
you've taken a job away from a family, from a man, for a woman. And so what happened is like over time, we've become more into money and we've forgotten what it is to pay, be patriotic. Curtis Ellis, in the book, he calls it the virtuous cycle, that there was a time when someone could work for, let's say Ford, Ford Motor Company, and you could have enough money to pay for the food on your table, to send your kids to whatever school they went to, to feel proud about things. And we've forgotten that the that same person who doesn't have money, who doesn't have a job, can't buy things. Yeah. And, and yeah, and we've forgotten the virtuous cycle. And also, mm-hmm. Curtis goes back in time to the beginning of our country and says that he connects economic and political independence together. Oh, that's we a, separate- a, beautiful, a beautiful point, Maxine, because original. history repeats itself. And here in the founding, in Pandemonium, I love how he points out that there was a British rule and it was a globalism that took away people's rights you could not you could no longer have the benefit of what you produced and what you grew and what you built and what you made and so the united states stood against it and that's the forming of our country and yet we are doing it again we're surrendering that hard fun founded liberty to china lock stock and barrel because we're bought with a price the same people that will rally against america and say black lives matter you're a racist country uh, completely ignore the human atrocities that happen in china to the uyghurs to organ selling and harvesting the the way that people are put to death because of their faith we completely ignore that because our pockets are being lined. There's so much in this book. I want to encourage you as you're watching, listening, or reading. This book is huge. It's huge. It's hugely important. And it's one that everyone should read because our future is uh, precariously hanging in the balance. Now, Maxine, another issue that I wanted to make our audience aware of. You mentioned Representative Gallagher, and Representative Gallagher had recently said that TikTok is like social, what did he call it, digital fentanyl. Recently, uh, the CEO of TikTok, Shu, uh, Shu, uh, if I have that correct, testified before Congress, and he called it a harmless platform that presents no threat to American youth. Yet, from all that we could research. TikTok isn't even allowed in China. They have a companion platform called Doolin, and users under 14 are limited to 40 minutes per day and are shown only selected educational content, while American youth are bombarded with hypersexualized, violent, and dangerous, even viral, dangerous viral challenges. That's what we're running into with TikTok, among other problems. Exactly. And to, to your point, Michelle, TikTok, they've already found out, and TikTok doesn't deny it, that they kept tabs on a journalist that they so they're keeping tabs on a journalist they keep tabs on us like when we, with the balloon going back to balloon gate 
China first said, oh, it's not a spy balloon. Why do we believe anything they say? Anything they say. And with TikTok, they said they've been like uh, trying to find ways because it's so profitable, yet they won't keep it in their country because they know what it really is. And as Curtis Ellis would say, it's a way of espionage, keeping tabs on us. They said, if it's owned by America, by an American company, then it won't, we won't be able to. But all the experts said, when you have information that's out there on the web, it's out there. Oh, so TikTok, I have a list. Just another way of doing this. And the other thing was that when you were talking before about our country and what we what's happening, we became the greatest industrial power in the world based on the American way. And then we went far. We completely lost our way. And this book goes away, gives a way to get it back. And Curtis oh, yes. is a new declaration of independence, which is an economic declaration of independence, because how can we be dependent on our biggest enemy for our supply chain, for our medicine, for our electronics, for for everything, for everything. And Curtis gives a plan in here to identify, incentivize, do that. But we all have to unify to do that and not be guided by money. I want to get to the cure in a moment. And I wanted to also, for our audience who are not getting this information in the news, the news in many cases, and a lot of our leaders have been very soft on TikTok. And we've had teachers associations saying, I use TikTok and it's my, my teaching has been enhanced. But what you don't realize is that your purchase information, this is a partial list. I'm sure you know this, Maxine, but for the benefit of our listeners, purchase information uh, online, payment credit cards, billing, shipping address, passwords, activities on other websites and apps or in stores, including products or services that you have purchased online or in person, your keystroke patterns and rhythms, your IP address, biometric identifiers such as face print, fingerprints even at times, and voice prints all have been gathered by TikTok on you. What could possibly go wrong? A lot of things have gone wrong. And as you mentioned in the book, Pandemonium, thankfully, it's not just citing all of these problems that we've brought to our audience attention, Maxine, but also the, showing that there's a way to redirect American thinking and to reestablish our glo- global strength and independence from China. Let's talk briefly about that because we can only go so far. You got to get the book, my friend, but we'll give you a little bit of a tease. Yes. And the thing about TikTok, all, all I have to know in my answer to that is they don't have it in China <laughs> because they know what it's got. Okay. But the thing is, so Curtis Ellis gives a, a blueprint to change things. And it's not to not be capitalist and not to not make meaning. It's to prosper and thrive and rise again. And the first thing is people are saying, we've got to do this. We've got to do this to deter China. But Curtis Ellis said, you can't do this. and You have to. It has to be a whole plan to cut off the money because we've created the monster. We've made them this great economic and military power. We've got to stop feeding the dragon. So one of the ways that he says is first to identify industries that are, that you can't have, that you absolutely can't make things in this country. So take them from China and maybe bring it to Mexico or to South America, where we bring it closer and we're cutting off their money. 
And then we we identify our supply chains that are either things for our security. China is still using their alloys for our supersonic jets. It's totally crazy. We identify things like security, uh, medicine, pharmaceuticals, and we start bringing our supply chain back so that we're not dependent on them. Because when they go to war with Taiwan, and they will, they could cut off our pharmaceuticals tomorrow. They could cut off our medicine tomorrow. They have our, they have batteries. So we need to start bringing the supply chain back, maybe by incentivizing, giving rewards to Patriot com- companies. But there's a whole blueprint in here. And Curtis Ellis says it's no accident that the time that we were the strongest country in the world, we had the highest tariffs to protect us. So it's bringing our supply chain back, not depending on our enemy for the things we need right now and doing it everywhere. The government, the corporations, Wall Street and citizens. And it's all in this book with the new Declaration of Independence. We're going to talk in a second about how you can get the book, but we have to have a short commercial. What if there were a secret to getting your voice heard? How would that impact your career, your relationships, your dreams? Do you know that you have a superpower of communication inside of you waiting to explode? What if you could master that power and impact the world with a passion inside of you? What would your world look like then? Learn more about your superpower and how to overcome your kryptonite. At findyourvoice.fun, you can find the books, the masterclass, the coaching that can help you be the super voice you were meant to be findyourvoice.fun. That's findyourvoice.fun. Thank you for hanging with us. And we want to make sure that you get this book, Pandemonium. I have been here with my new friend, Maxine Albert. I adore her. She's bright. She's brilliant. She's a master communicator. And I have appreciated, as I said, Maxine, Not only do I appreciate that you took time to come on the program today, but that you, in light of losing such an important voice, not only for the world, but for you, picking up that banner of Curtis Ellis and informing and propagating the truth of the book Pandemonium. I almost want to encourage people, buy a copy, read it, and then send one to your representatives because they need to read it as well. And it's available just about anywhere you can get a book. So I encourage folks to pick it up. You can get links everywhere that you are listening, watching, or reading this program. And Maxine, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I just want to say it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. And thank you for giving a platform to this very important book, Michelle. And thank you for listening, watching, viewing. Don't forget to share and tell the world. God bless. More news and views at mymichellelive.com.